Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host, joined by Matt Miller, ESPN NFL Draft Analyst, uh, one of the guys that everybody listens to on draft day. Uh, one of the common things we've been talking about this year for the University of Texas heading up into the season is just how much more talent uh, the Longhorns have on the roster right now. And I figured that there'd be nobody better to really talk to about that from a national perspective than someone that looks at it nationally on a day-to-day -day basis. Uh, and that's why I've asked Matt Miller, and he's been so gracious to join us uh, from ESPN. Matt, welcome to the show, man. Man, I appreciate it. Thanks. And yeah, it's an exciting year to talk about Texas football, uh, not just for the the draft talent, but obviously, you know, being ranked fairly highly, depending on which poll you look at. And, and obviously, you know, expectations of a Big 12 title and maybe even a, a little bit of a college football run. Yeah. It, a playoff run, excuse me. Yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, one of those times where I think that Texas – I've been following this a long time, Matt, and uh, been doing it for 30 years now. This is clearly the most talented team Steve Sarkeesian has had in Austin. Yeah. But I really think it's the most talented team Texas has had in a decade, at least. I mean, they are they are ha they have talent at almost every position. The question is whether or not they can put it all together and mix it together into good chemistry, make plays on the field, win big games, close games. That sort of stuff, but but from a talent perspective, talk about some of the guys that, that you're really that you really have an eye on right now uh, for Texas and the 2024 NFL draft, so to speak. Yeah, well, I think one of the big things is that there, like you said, there's there's talent this year, and you know, you go back to some of those early 2000s teams. This this might be the most talented team since Mac Brown uh, retired you know, was let go, however you want to read into that, uh, it, you know, so, and I think that starts with the quarterback position. There are huge expectations for Quinn Ewers. Uh, we saw flashes of that in the Alabama game last year before he got hurt. Gosh dang it. One of these times Alabama and Texas are going to play and the Texas quarterback's not going to get hurt. And we, <laughs> we won't have to do the what ifs instead, but I think Quinn, you know, showed a lot of growth. Uh, there are things he has to get better. And I, I I've heard from colleagues who've talked to him, uh, I've heard from coaches that I talk to that, you know, he's taken that step. You know, he he trains uh, with some very good quarterbacks who I've talked to and they say, hey, he's taking the step. He's he's figuring it out. And so the talent is all there. I mean, he's one of the, the best high school quarterback recruits of, of this millennia for a reason. And I think we saw those flashes last year. So now uh, the, the scheme is there. The skill players are there. It's time for Quinn to take that next step if he does. You know, he could be a first round draft pick, maybe even a top 15 pick because of the nature of the position. So it might be a, a one more year and done for him, depending on, on how the season goes. But he definitely headlines a class that does have talent. Uh, Xavier Worthy has got to figure out some of the drops that, that hit him late last year. If he can do that, we could be talking about a first round pick because of his speed, his deep threat ability. Guys like that always tend to go a little bit earlier than we expect in the draft. It seems like every year we're pushing those guys up the board. Xavier could be the next guy that does that. A.D. Mitchell is the talk of camp from scouts I, I've talked to who've been through Austin so far. I think there's big, big expectations for a transfer junior. Uh, obviously, I'm a Jordan Whittington fan. I think he's super underrated as a, a slot kind of possession receiver. Uh, and, you know, the offensive line, uh, we can't talk about him yet, but Kelvin Banks will be a guy that we talk about next year as, as probably a top five, top ten pick. And that's just on offense. I think, you know, defensively, Baron Sorrell is a stud. Jalen Ford is one of the best linebackers in college football. Uh, so there is. Uh, Tavondre Sweat had a great year last year. There's you know, nine, ten players that you look at this year who are legitimate NFL draft prospects. That hasn't been the case for a long time uh, at Texas. So I, I think that's one 
you look at, okay, last year maybe it was a disappointment in the win-loss column, but you can see that Sark is starting to rebuild this program with real NFL talent. And also, you know, Charlie Strong, Tom Herman, those dudes could recruit. That wasn't the problem. The problem was development, at least from how we who evaluate players look at it. I think we're seeing now is, is better player development where guys are taking that next step. Jatavian Sanders, I would be remiss if I didn't mention a great example of that. Someone who is probably the second highest rated tight end in college football behind Brock Bowers. Uh, welcoming uh, Matt Miller of ESPN NFL Draft to on Texas football. Matt, you mentioned all those guys. I've got a, a unique name for you uh, that showed well early in his career, but hasn't had much of a career since because he's been off injured. And that's Jalen Catalan. Uh, yeah. He played really well as a freshman at Arkansas. Early results in Austin have been very promising, is, is what we're hearing behind the scenes. But is he even an NFL draft guy, or is it he needs to get through a healthy season first, I assume, right? Got to show healthy first. I, I actually went and watched him practice last summer when he was at Arkansas, where they like said he was a pre or an All-American as a freshman. Expectations were huge. And even talking to the coaches at Arkansas last year, Barry Odom was the defensive coordinator. He's now the head coach of UNLV. And Barry told me, like, you know, he's a he's a true quarterback at the safety position or at the nickel position. He's just he's so instinctive and he's such a great leader. I think that is one of the things that when you look at some of those like old school Texas teams, you had, you know, your Quandre Diggs, you had your Earl Thomas, you had that guy on the back end who was just such a great leader. And I, I think that's the hope that Catalan can stay healthy and become that player. Listen, he might be the third safety. We'll see uh, where, where it shakes out in a couple of weeks. But that presence back there, the experience is going to be huge. So I think, you, you, yeah, you put him in the mix of if he could stay healthy, you know, could he could he be a top 100 pick? It would surprise me just given his age and, and some of the injuries he suffered. But I think the experience and the, the football IQ are definitely going to get him drafted as long as he can stay healthy. Interesting. That's That would be another one, adding another one to the mix Yeah, uh, from uh, Matt Miller. I want to say, take a minute and say thanks to our sponsor. I want to talk about our newest sponsor. That's Game Time CO. It's an app. Uh, all you have to do is go on your phone, download Game Time, C Game Time, uh, and you get the very latest uh, ticket prices. Right now, for example, they already have the tickets up for the Alabama game. You can see the prices. You can see the stadium itself uh, and see where you might want to sit, whether it's the lower deck, the upper deck. Anything at all in that regard that you can possibly want to know about that game and the ticket prices are all there. Also, of course, there's game game tickets available for Rice and Wyoming, uh, as well as regular season uh, stops, too. I personally used game time before, not only for Texas football games, but other events as well, including the, the 2022 uh, World Series up in Philadelphia. I happened to find myself up there and got tickets for the Astros game uh, against the Phillies while I was up there. So. They have it all, uh, concert tickets, events in and around Austin, everywhere in between. Snag your tickets without the stress with game time. Uh, it is really a simple app, one punch, and you're already in and going down. So download the game time app, create an account, and here's a special. Use code ONTEXAS for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code ONTEXAS for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, Matt, uh, let's talk a little bit more here and, and really try to dice it out. Because one of the things that, that I'm trying to get at and figure out is how talented is Texas right now compared to the rest of college football? Because it's relative, right? 
I mean, yeah. it's one thing to say they're they're going to have X amount of draft picks, and but 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 they're not Georgia, they're not Alabama, right? They're not Ohio State right now. Where do they? They're not Michigan, who I think is going to have a tremendous yeah. draft class. Where are they at in this category of talent, in your opinion, that you've seen across the college level? Yeah, top 10, certainly. I mean, you you mentioned some schools there that have a ton of NFL talent. I would say Alabama and Georgia have had two years of, of just absurd talent coming out of there, especially the Georgia defense the last two years. So I think we'll see them settle back down a little bit this year. Ohio State is obviously loaded. Um, Michigan, very, very loaded, especially on both lines, offensive line, defensive line. Michigan's got probably the two best running backs in the country. Uh, they've got a good quarterback in J.J. McCarthy. They're They're loaded. LSU uh, certainly has some talent. Clemson, uh, I, I think we'll see a little bit of a bump back up for the Tigers this year. They've got some talent. Uh, but Texas is right there in that mix. And I, I think the one interesting thing about we, – we, you know, we talk about Georgia, Ohio State, Alabama have been so dominant for so long. They're all breaking in a new quarterback this year, and we have no idea what to expect. And I think that's one area where your Texas is, Michigan, you have an upper hand this year because you have a known commodity. You have experience, which – you know, it's college football, such a different animal where experience at the quarterback position really, truly matters so much. And, and so I, I think we can look at some of those, you know, elite blue bloods that have really dominated the past five years. They've had continuity at quarterback. You know, you go Alabama, you go from, you know, you, you Mac Jones to Bryce Young. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. You don't miss a beat because you just got first round quarterback after first round quarterback. Ohio State, Justin Fields, you know, you go to CJ Stroud. So it's the same situation there in Georgia. Stetson Bennett, you know, played until he was like 28 years old. So they've, they've had continuity. And I think if you're a Texas fan, that's what you're excited about is okay, year two. Quinn Edwards is like 20 years old. He should actually be a true sophomore. I think a lot of people forget that. So continuity with upside is, is what makes that pretty exciting. And and you know we didn't we we could spend two hours you know running through the two deep at Texas. There's guys like Byron Murphy who who I didn't mention in the first run through that a junior, so you wouldn't expect him to come out, but he has a chance to be one of the best nose tackles in college football. So that list of like ten guys could expand pretty big if we see Texas make a, a deep run. Yeah, I think that that's the obviously that's kind of the hope in some ways uh, for the Longhorns. They hope they start turning out more and more draft picks, and then start bringing more and more in from uh, from the recruiting ranks, right, and, and then develop them over time. Speaking with Matt Miller of NFL uh, of ESPN NFL Draft Analyst, Matt, uh, you mentioned quarterbacks returning, and I know that a lot of Texas fans are also NFL Draft fans. They're just they're just football fans in general, right? Um, and so. I want to ask you this question. Is Caleb Williams, the USC quarterback, 
the unquestioned number one pick, or is there a way guy like Drake May out of North Carolina could kind of eat past him sometime this year? Or is Williams just one of those Pat Mahomes caliber talents where you think he's going to go number one? How great does it feel to say USC quarterback Caleb Williams instead of Oklahoma quarterback Caleb Williams, right? I, I, I think mean, what a relief. okay with that, Matt. I think right? it's okay with that. What a relief. I remember uh, uh, sitting at halftime watching uh, watching that game when Spencer Rattler was just getting tossed around like a rag doll. Here comes Caleb Williams, and, and what a change of events. I, I think Caleb is firmly in that number one spot. A, a lot can and should change in the next nine months. You know, it's we have an incomplete picture right now. We're going to know a lot more in next March or April about Caleb Williams, the player, the person. Having said that, we've seen it a year and a half of football, and it's been outstanding from start to finish. It's hard for me to imagine, even as talented as Drake May is at North Carolina, it's hard for me to imagine Caleb Williams not being the top quarterback just because the proof is is on the field. But it's also the style that he plays is what the NFL craves right now. It's the off-platform the creativity, the second effort type stuff, the crazy arm angles and doing it at a high level. You know, this isn't like Kyler Murray who's doing it and it feels forced or Drew Locke doing it. And it feels like, okay, this guy's watched too many of my home's highlight reels with Caleb Williams. It's the real deal and stay up late to watch them play. It's, it's absolutely worth it. So um, if you're the, you know, Arizona Cardinals might have the first two picks in the draft. They might get out of here with Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr., which is a, a pretty quick way to rebuild what you've got going on. The Harrison Jr., the uh, receiver at Ohio State, that is just fantastic. I mean, just a yeah. baller. Um, hey, uh, Matt, uh, I want to ask you a couple other questions here. Um, you have any couple of favorites on the Longhorns that you really like? Okay, you mentioned you like uh, Jordan Whittington as kind of an unsung guy at the slot. Yeah. Receiver. You have a couple of guys that, that you kind of really have your eye on this year for the Longhorns? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I, there's all of them. Uh, I, it's hard to, to narrow it down. I will say this. Jalen Ford made plays last year where you could see you could see the game slowing down for him. Things really started to click in terms of his instincts, processing ability. You know, get, he made what the, the interception in one of the games in the end zone, you know, where he skies up to grab the ball. You're starting to see it, you know, it really come together for him. So I, I love the way Jalen Ford plays. Um, you know, having that Mike linebacker who is a true three down threat and really a a four-tool player, and then he can stop the run. You know, he can pull the chain and go after quarterbacks and running backs in the backfield. He can play in coverage, and he can lock folks up in man. So he's he's impressive, and I, I fall in love with that style of play every time I watch him. Um, I would say the other one is probably Tavondre Sweat. There were times last year where – and I, I was at the Alabama game, you know, sweating my tail off like everyone else, and, and watching that D-line when it felt like it was 140 degrees that afternoon watching the D-line chase guys down and, and just seeing Sweat, you know, kind of emerge. You know, we expected Keandre Coburn to be great, and he was. But to see Sweat, you know, just continue to to move up the charts, I was very happy to see him come back for his senior year. But those two guys on defense, you know, the senior leadership cannot be understated because it is still a young group. And, and I think we'll see really, really big things from both of them. That's good stuff, Matt. Matt, uh, let's let's switch gears a little bit here, and and I want to I want to do this, and and hopefully we can uh, figure this out together. Texas has Alabama uh, away, and then they have the Big Twelve slate, as well as Rice and Wyoming in the preseason, right? Who are some of the guys against Alabama? Like one or two guys. Hey, people aren't talking enough about this player at Alabama. If you're an, if you're a Texas fan right now, so that Texas fans. They need to know this guy's legit, right? So whenever they they show up and make a play, 
they're saying, okay, circle that guy. And then maybe somebody, one or two players in the Big 12 that you think Texas fans also need to be aware of. Yeah, uh, starting with Alabama, I think you have to look at, at the offensive line. J.C. Latham, the right tackle. Now, you don't always think like, oh, right tackle. Uh, he's a stud. And as good as this Texas front three is, uh, it, that's going to be a battle, just like it was last year with, with that great Alabama offensive line. But Texas won that battle up front. I think we, we know Texas lost that game. Quinn gets hurt. But they won the battle up front. They were dictating the tempo of the game. Alabama couldn't run the ball to save their lives with first-round pick Jameer Gibbs at running back. So I think you 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 kind of look at this year and say, okay, like maybe there's a chance here for Texas to do the same thing this year, uh, a night game, I believe. So thankfully it won't be as hot, hopefully. But I, I think J.C. Latham is a guy you, you definitely have to watch. Um, gosh, uh, Dallas Turner, the pass rusher from Alabama. I know it's like another one. Yep, they got another one. And he looks like he could be a, a top five or top six pick. So uh, it'll be on, on Banks and that offensive line to slow him down. I doubt we get a whole lot of Turner versus Banks because – that would be way too much fun. It would make guys, it would make my job easier to just evaluate best versus best. We probably won't get a lot of that, but but he's number 15 is the guy to watch on that Alabama defense. Uh, in the Big 12, I, I actually had an article that came out on uh, Wednesday about guys who have a lot on the line this year. Quinn Ewers is one of them. But Steve Linton, the pass rusher from Texas Tech, they are expecting big things for him this year. He's going to be playing more of an outside linebacker role. We saw Tyree Wilson have a huge year for Tech last year, number seven overall pick in the draft. I don't know that Linton has that type of rare athleticism to get into that, that range, but could certainly play himself into the top 50 picks. So he's absolutely somebody that you got to keep an eye on right now. That's interesting. So Steve Linton, edge guy, uh, what are the thoughts of the of the quarterbacks in the Big 12? And I'm, I want to ask you this one for a final question here, speaking with Matt Miller, the ESPN draft analyst. Will Howard, Dylan Gabriel, uh, Quinn Ewers, Blake Shapin, all those guys, any of those, like, is Will Howard, in, in your opinion, maybe as good as it is, is, is a good NFL possibility down the line? I know he doesn't have the strongest arm, but he seems to move the team well. Is he a guy at all on anybody's radar or no? Yeah, I think so. I, I think last year, you know, it's a good starting point for Will Howard. Uh, definitely. I think you still look at Jalen Daniels at Kansas. Now, not not as a first round pick, obviously, but Jalen Daniels, the creativity, the the running ability, the explosive plays, that's going to put him on the radar. A lot like uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson uh, this past year coming out of UCLA. I think they're similar types of players to where Jalen's going to get. He's going to he's going to get on an NFL team and he's going to make some wild plays. Um, I, I think we'll see what Chandler Morris can do at TCU. People forget he was a starter before he got hurt, and then we get the Max Duggan story. So. Uh, it's definitely Quinn and then the rest of the the quarterbacks, especially from a draft perspective. Uh, he certainly has the most talent. But uh, from a from a college football perspective, I think Will Howard is someone who's uh, definitely the consistency has been really impressive. And, then, you know, Jalen Daniels, it's just the, you know, the wow factor, the playmaking ability is someone you definitely have to respect. Yeah, the DTR, guys like Lamar Jackson are now making, you know, NFL MVP type stuff. He's not Lamar Jackson, but he is. Uh, a true dual threat quarterback that can make you pay one way or the other. All right, uh, Matt, I really appreciate your time, man. Uh, you're terrific. I read what you do on ESPN. Uh, make sure you guys are over there looking at his draft stuff. That's Matt Miller, uh, NFL draft analyst for ESPN.com. Uh, for Matt, I'm Bobby Burton. That's been this episode of On Texas Football.